All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to church this morning. Man, it's an awesome day. I'm so excited for today. If I've not met you, my name is Matt Powers. I serve here as an elder and one of the teaching pastors. I also want to welcome everyone who's watching live with us online right now. We know y'all could have been doing anything, but you decided to come to church, get some snacks, get some popcorn, and have a good time today. Now, we are in our final week of reruns. Cue the collective, ah, because I know it is our favorite series that we do every single year, but the whole idea behind this series is just to make it easy to come to church, because here's the thing, believe this or not, I know it's hard, but there are people who don't like going to church, and this just makes it a little bit easier to do that. I think we've probably all been there sometime. I know I've been there. I didn't like going to church. Church was boring. I didn't have any fun there. Didn't like the people. They were kind of hypocritical. They weren't real people at all. And that's kind of the mentality that I always had. But this is really just designed for us to be able to invite our friends, invite our family, to allow people to come with us to see that, hey, that wasn't the worst thing in the world that I've ever done. I could probably do that again at some point in time. And that's really what this whole series is all about. But our hope is that whenever people do walk in this place, that it's not just the TV show, it's not the popcorn, the snacks, the drinks, or anything like that, but whenever they do walk in here, that they're able to see Jesus through all of that, because the truth is, Jesus lives in every aspect of it, that he can even live inside of a silly TV show that we're going to watch in church on Sunday mornings. And I want to encourage everyone to come back again starting next week for next month's series, it's called All Because of Jesus. And we're going to really dive in on so many of the things of what Jesus, who he truly is, and what he can do for every single one of us. So we don't want to miss all of that. I know the popcorn, the drinks may be gone, but Jesus still lives here. It's the most important thing that, that matters there. But today, we do still have reruns to be able to get to. So I hope you got your drinks, your popcorn, your snacks. Listen, if you walked in here and you're like, well, I don't, I don't want to take a snack. You know, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm on a diet. I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I don't think I want to do that. I want to let you know we've prayed over these things, okay? So they may, it was possible, they could be sugar-free. I think there may be some vegan ones in there, some keto-friendly ones there. You know, we, we like to say there's no calories in church, so we can enjoy. So listen, this is the last week, so we can't not have snacks. I mean, we need snacks. We can get more snacks. And listen, I need everyone to look alive and be ready because we got to get rid of these things. And I've had my arm prepared and ready to go for a while. So just make sure we're looking alive. Oh, everywhere I'm hitting stuff. There you go. So make sure we're looking. We got snacks flying all over the place. Keep your head on a swivel, everybody, because you don't know where it's going to go. They're just all over the place. I got a whole lot of them around here. Anybody else? We got a few more. Anybody else? I got more snacks over here. How about right here? I got one more right over there. All the way in the back, we have many more. All right, no more. I'm sorry if, you know, you may have got hit. You can email Brandon Doss at cultivatechurch.tv. But listen, we're here to have fun. God has a sense of humor, and we believe we should be able to embrace that. And we can see Jesus through TV shows. And today, we're going to be watching a TV show called Not Dead Yet. We got any Not Dead Yet fans in here whatsoever? It's actually a pretty good show. I had not seen it yet, but this is the very first year. Uh, it premiered this year on ABC in February. And today, we're going to be watching season one, episode one. We're going to see the pilot um, of this show today. And ultimately, the big idea of this show is there's a young woman who's just trying to restart her life completely. 
that things have just completely fallen apart. She lost the love of her life. The relationship went bad. They ended up breaking up. She lost her job as a journalist that she's been doing for so long. And she is just really at the bottom of the barrel right now. Things are not going the way that she wanted them to at all. And it just seems as if it couldn't get any worse. And she's gone back to the place where she worked previously, but she's not doing the same job anymore. She is now writing obituaries instead of being more of an investigative journalist. And what happens is that she begins to be able to see these deceased people who she is writing about, and they won't pass on until she's able to learn something from them. Kind of a crazy concept, but what I hope is that we're able to see that we struggle a lot in life. There are things that are going on in our lives that we don't want people to know about. We want to put on the brave face. We want to act as if everything is perfectly fine and perfectly okay. And whenever we do see other people struggling, we like to think that, you know what, I think I would struggle pretty well. I think I would be okay to that. I'm not going to act like so-and-so did over here. I surely wouldn't react like the people on Facebook do. I think I'd be okay with all of this. But until we actually get in the midst of it, we don't really know how exactly we are going to struggle, if we'll struggle well or struggle poorly. And many of us don't want to admit it, but that's, that's the, the hard truth. So my hope is today that through this fun TV show, we'll be able to pull the biblical principles that are there for us to be able to really learn how to struggle well and to be able to get through these things. So let's pray over his word, and we'll get into this first scene this morning. Father, we love you, and God, it's just an honor to get to hang out with you uh, here this Sunday, God. And just want to pray over your word, pray over every single person who walked in here today. And just, God, it's just amazing that you can be seen through a silly television show. I know it's all fun and games, but at the root of it, at the heart of it, you are there. I just pray your presence is known by all, that whatever we walked in here with today, whatever we're struggling with, God, that's beneath the surface, that we'll bring it to the surface, we'll bring it to you and allow you to do what only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So in this first scene, we're going to learn about Nell, who is the main character and the struggles going on in her life. Let's check that out. After 15 years as a journalist, I've learned it's important to grab the reader's attention with a catchy headline. Here's mine. Local woman, 37, ruins own life. Five years ago, Nell Serrano threw away a promising career to move to London for a man. I'm sleeping. She went all in on love until a drop kicked her in the face. Now she's back trying to stay hydrated. But hey, who needs a promising career? A fairy tale wedding? Or clean underwear when you can wear bathing suit bottoms? Again. The good news is the weird roommate I met on Craigslist is extremely laid back and not passive aggressive at all. Oh, also, he makes me walk his dog. Unfortunately, he's a shy pooper. The dog, not the roommate. That's gross. And all this made me late for my first day back at my old job. But at least I got the last parking spot, so things are looking up. Oh, oh sorry. Ugh. God, I really clean off this trunk. More on this ongoing disaster as it unfolds. Late, oh. But I told everyone that your phone was still set on UK time and that you were donating blood. Okay, so act kind of woozy. What if I act hungover? What if I am hungover? So I got you a plant for your first day. Hey. Of my old job? Yeah, and some pens for your birthday. Oh, because I'm another year older. Sports section. Oh, oh. 
No, because I love you, baby. Oh. No stealing, girls. You are not the boss of me. True. But I am the boss of you. Ooh. Is it weird? It's weird that either of you are the bosses of anybody, really. <laughs> well, technically, she is the boss of the lifestyle oh, section, sorry. so that doesn't really count. Ooh, I'm Mr. Metro. I have to edit a six-part series about the changes in the zoning by Liza. <gasps> I'm sorry, don't you have a meeting to go to about, I'm going to say, sandals? Actually, I am late to a meeting about sandals. Oh. And coffee later? Yep. So, what are you gonna put me on? City beat? Crime beat? The dead beat. Oh my god, you're putting me on obituaries? Here's your new office. Ta-da! Ew. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this is a closet. That seems generous. Look, you gotta jump back in somewhere now. Start here. Your first obit, Monty Waxberg. A musician you may know for his most famous jingle, the Yummy Yum Bubblegum song. I hated that song as a kid. Don't judge a person by their jingle, Nell. Everyone has a story, and it's your job to find it. And don't touch that pipe. It'll strip your skin. Don't judge a person by their jingle. That's the note to take away from today. Don't judge a person by their jingle. I think whenever we watch Nell here, a lot of us can relate to this. It may seem like a typical Monday morning for her. Everything's going bad. We see she found a roommate off of Craigslist, which is a horrible idea to begin with. She can't, you know, just seem, can't get it together. Her office is actually a closet instead. And I mean, for goodness sake, she is wearing a hoodie and just put a blazer on it, thinking that was going to be suitable enough for her to go back to work. She's going through it right now. And things aren't working out very well. And she's kind of recounting the mistakes and the disappointments where she sacrificed everything for her love and her career. And man, it just didn't work out at all. And many of us go through these exact same moments. And a lot of times we'll wake up and we'll be like, how on earth did I end up here? But I love one of the things that was, was said in that scene was everyone has a story to tell. And that's so true that every single one of you sitting here today, everyone watching online, you have a story to tell. Believe it or not, your story is important and it matters. And there may be some ups and downs along the way, but you have a story to tell and it matters. So what would that headline possibly read? You know, whenever they're showing the name of the show, Not Dead Yet, you see a lot of other phrases that pop up along there. Not free yet. Not married yet. Not rich yet. Not fulfilled yet. Not this yet. Not that yet. I think a lot of us can dwell on that stuff all the time. Not this yet. I just haven't done this yet. I haven't made it here yet. My wife makes this joke that she still doesn't know what she wants to do whenever she grows up. That she just hasn't quite made it there yet. But we like to dwell on that. Well, I haven't done this yet. I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet. I'm not successful yet. I've failed here, 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 and here. And we want to dwell on all of that. And yes, that is a part of our story, but maybe that's not necessarily our headline. If we look at Psalm chapter 73, verse 1 and 2, it says, Truly God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I lost my footing, and my feet were slipping, and I was almost gone. My feet were slipping, I've lost my footing, and I've almost gone. It's that moment when we wake up and say, how in the world did I end up here? So where does our footing stand today? I mean, are we on solid ground, or does it feel like we're slipping sometimes? That we're about to fall, that maybe we're about to tip over the edge, and we just don't really know what to do. 
The beautiful thing about God is that he will show up in the times where we need him the most. He will show up at just the right time. You'll see that theme throughout the Bible. At just the right time, here he is. But sometimes he'll show up in the most unbelievable places where we would never in a million years expect it. And that's what we're going to see in this next scene. Let's go ahead and check it out. Then the fridge has been open too long. Oh my God. How did I end up here? Well, it's true. <laughs> you never really know where life is going to take you. Don't you come any closer, I will kill you. Don't bother. I'm already dead. Are you here to kill me? Please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. No, I am not here to kill you. My name is Monty Waxberg. Yummy yum, bubble gum, juicy juicy fun. Ta-da, c'est moi. Nope, uh-uh, no, I do not see dead people. No, 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 this has just gotta be the chili cheese fries and the cake and the five cocktails, maybe they have gummy I ate. Go easy there, Keith Richards. You cannot comment because you are not real. So I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go to my room and I'm gonna lock the door and I'm gonna put a bunch of heavy boxes in front of it. You know, not because I think that you're real, but just because, uh, um, I need the cardio. And when I wake up in the morning, you are gonna be gone. Good night! Morning. Stay back. How did you get past the boxes? I have no idea. I've never been dead before. Also, I haven't had to pee since I died, which frees up a lot of time. Company. Come in. Are you okay? I just got home and I heard you scream. You know what? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, nice. Fun fact, you're the only one that can see me. No! Yep. No! Yep. No, no! I know I've been sad lately, and maybe even a little depressed, you know? And I haven't really been taking good care of myself, and maybe I just need to do more exercise. Oh, okay. Why don't we go for a bike ride? No, thank you. I need some air. <clears throat> you don't want to eat here. Two words. Cockroaches. No! Go. Get out of the car. This is the guy that killed me. What? Just kidding. It was prostate cancer. Stop following me! Enough! What do I have to do to get you to leave? I don't know. I have no idea why I'm here. No rules, no instructions. It's very poorly run. Okay, I've seen the movies. There's got to be some magic words that I can say to get you to move on. Oh, like, uh, I absolve you of your messed up life. Go to the light, Carol! My messed up life? Yes, your messed up life. I don't know if you remember, but I've been writing about you, and you're a dead, twice-divorced, wannabe musician who wrote one jingle that made me hate bubblegum. Uh-huh. And what about you? I've been around you for about 24 hours, and I can tell you're no prize. You drink too much, you're jealous of other people's happiness, and you literally just run away from any difficulty in your life. I'm not doing this. I'm not getting psychoanalyzed by some dead person. See? You're running away.
So the very end of that last scene, I think, is very relatable to us whenever things aren't going the way that we wanted them to, whenever it does feel like life seems to be following up falling apart a little bit. We like to point the finger and point out all the problems that other people have to kind of get the attention and the focus off of ourselves. I mean, you hear her tell, tell him how bad of a person he was, that he failed at this. He only did this one thing and just wants to point the finger just to get the attention off of her. You know, it reminds me of, of, of when uh, in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus puts this exact situation on the table here. And he says, how in the world can you be worried about your friend who has that little something in his eye and ask them, hey, let me help you with that thing that's bothering you in your eye whenever you have, he describes it as a log, a whole log in your own eye. And in other words, to want to remove that log from your eye and then be able to actually help your friend out. See, we don't want to take the things that we have going on. We don't want to believe the stuff that we have. We don't want to work on the things that are currently bothering us. We're too busy pointing out all the mistakes from everyone else. Nell has no interest in being back at her old job. She doesn't want to be writing obituaries at all. However, that's the exact avenue that's going to lead to change her life, that in the middle of feeling completely broken down, she receives this unexpected visit from Monty Waxberg, the jingle bubblegum guy that she would never, ever expect. And what we learn is that sometimes that by not getting the things that we want turned out to be the things that we actually needed instead. That way we're not 